How's it going, listeners? Thanks for tuning in. Thought I'd do a quick episode today, just um, kind of going a little bit more into depth uh, with a key example um, about wedding ceremonies and things like that. So um, today I'm doing the wedding ceremony and reception music for Sean and Tamika's wedding. Shout out to Sean and Tamika Izzard if you're listening. Congratulations. Um, so they're getting married at Glenworth Valley today on Friday the 30th of October and um, I just thought I'd share a little bit of insight and experience about what's kind of going on in terms of the, the ceremony and all the rest of it. So they've booked me to play guitar and sing for the ceremony, so performing acoustically for the ceremony, canapes, first half of dinner and then DJing and emceeing the rest of the reception. Um, but what was interesting, I actually, I've been in this profession for eight or nine years, but um, a couple of weeks ago, I actually did my first actual wedding rehearsal. So I rocked up, uh, coordinated and met the celebrant prior to their wedding day today and helped coordinate the music and things in terms of the aisle and all the rest of it, um, walking down the aisle and the, and the recessional and things like that. Um, it was really good to explore that space because what we decided to end up on doing is that the, the walk, the, this is something that you guys can consider, is that the walk down the aisle component, it really depends if you're having a song played from an iPod, if you've got a musician playing it, um, if you've got a different song set aside, there's so many variables that can go into the actual aisle song. And I just wanted to reiterate and kind of go through in more depth as to some of the options that you can do. With, um, so if, if you're having the song played from an iPod perspective, like from Spotify, iTunes or, or whatever, over the speaker, whether your celebrant's doing that, whether you have a DJ coordinating the, the music for the ceremony side of things, um, there's a couple of options. You can either have, pick one song, press play, and your bridesmaids walk down and the bride walks down or whoever's walking down and, and you time it out in a way where the walking down the aisle is not too slow and not too fast but then you can space it out and time it depending on how long your aisle actually is whether it's a couple of meters or if you're walking from the car and the song starts from the car or you're in the car park and that walk in total is about can anywhere it can vary between three to five meters if the car's pulled right up in front or 20 to 40 meters depending on if you're walking and doing the walk from that car park and it's a and it's a longer walk so you can pick one song from an ipod perspective and time it all out right and you can space out so there's there's certain cues or there's certain seconds and then you time it all out and everything and that's what we did um i'll go into a little bit more depth a little bit later on but you can either have the same song, you can pick out a different song completely for the bridesmaids. If you're, if you're picking like an old Elvis song or something and it's only like two and a half minutes and you've got five bridesmaids and you've got to walk 20 to 40 metres, that whole song from a phone perspective is just not going to last that long, right? So you might need to pick out something extra specifically set aside for you. That's your song and the bridesmaids have a different song right so that's one way to look at it and the other way is if you're having live music 
the same thing goes. You can have a separate song picked out and set aside. You can all have the same song, you can time it out. Or alternatively, you could get your musician to play, like if they're singing and playing, you could have your musician play the song instrumentally for your bridesmaids or your bridal party. And then they start to sing and that's your cue to start walking. And that's what we did for queuing it up a couple of weeks ago for this wedding rehearsal was that um, there was a bit of shuffling around and trying to figure out how much time there was, um, if the song would run out, um, all those kinds of things. And also from a singer's perspective, trying to get them to land on a chorus or the end of a chorus or something, a certain verse or a certain few lines that you want to get to, or there might be a certain part of the song that's your favorite part of the song. Um, and it's just working out all those timings. But um, that's something to consider. Like when you've got live musicians, they have the ability to loop and play and time out things a little bit more in depth rather than just hitting play from an iPod and just you guys have just have to go with the flow. Um, so that's something to consider like when it comes to your live musicians is that picking out that, that section there and how it's all going to get mapped out and how it's all going to work. Um, I find that that last option there going with an instrumental version or just playing the chords and the celebrant giving the thumbs up or there's a nod or they make an announcement over the speaker that, you know, please everyone stand for the arrival of the bridal party, all that kind of stuff, right? And then that's your cue to start walking down or your bridal party to start walking down. So that's one thing. And one more thing I'll get out there as well is that um, I get asked often, so when you get to the end of the aisle, does the song stop? or you want it to end at a certain point, or it fades out at a certain point. Um, depending on how you've structured the ceremony, whether um, your partner comes and collects you from your parents, whether you walk all the way to the end of the aisle, and then the celebrant asks who presents this person to be married today, and, um, or there's any kind of announcements before you guys as a couple get together and start holding hands. There's about anywhere between 10 to 20 seconds of a bit of a shuffle that happens at the end of the aisle. So you might get to the end of the aisle, um, there's a kiss exchange, um, you go off with your partner, and then you stand in front of the arbor, and then as you stand in front of the arbor, you might pass off your flowers, there might be an arrangement from the photographer, there might be the dress gets moved, and all those little... Um, things before you kind of get settled in and started there's about 10 to 20 seconds at at this when you finish that whole aisle that there's all this shuffling around and if things aren't quite prepared or there hasn't been quite a rehearsal or you don't quite know which way to go or it's a little bit up in the air that can get stretched out to about 30 seconds to a minute and 30 seconds to a minute of the celebrant not saying anything, of music not being played, of people just kind of standing there and looking at you guys, it can get a little bit awkward. So I always try to um, cue it up where there's at least some sort of music being played on the guitar side of things, or I don't quite fade out the song completely once you've completed your aisle run. Um, and that just allows a little bit of ease in terms of the energy um, and just creates a little bit more flow um, before the celebrant asks people to be seated or however that's coordinated. So I just thought I'd share a little bit of that insight today. 
um, just a quick one, just around your ceremonies, um, coordinating your aisle song, and just that last minute little bit of shuffling before the ceremony actually starts. So I hope you got some value from this, and if you have any uh, tips, tricks, notes, or messages for me, please drop me a line at Nick Green Entertainment, and um, I will see you next episode.